Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and this week I'm joined by um, Luke Kamali. Hello. Who are you? I'm your son. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kaz McDonald. Really Hello there. I am to. your son. That's <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? What relation are you to me? Uh, I'm your long lost niece. Ah. And then Daniel Krupa. Hello. <laughs> what are you? I'm your Jedi master. You're a zit on my anus. <laughs> on your anus? <laughs> wow, that's... <laughs> a zit hovering in space. <laughs> Uh, that's started well and this is the fourth time we've started this podcast and that's the best we can do it's the best we can do but this week well it's been a busy week because that little thing known as Grand Theft Auto all that information has come out it's like an iPhone game it is it's a card game it's a card game it's a casino card game game. (laughs) can every game be a casino (laughs) card game Uh, uh, the world would be a, a much grimmer place if that were true uh, but then, obviously, Call of Duty Black Ops came out this week, and uh, I know that you Money Hats went to the party, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't. M- money Hats. Money, money Hats Creeper. me. I only went for a free copy of the game and didn't get it. Oh. oh video games. It's probably a four then, isn't it? What was the party like? <laughs> it was all right. It was... I, I didn't really have a very good time. It was a bit awkward and a bit painful. Um, in the kind of the main room, they had a sort of ongoing Call of Duty competition right? hosted by some bloke off Sky Sports and Chris Kamara. I know he's off Sky Sports okay. as well, but I didn't know who the other guy was. Painful. Absolutely painful. Chris uh, Kamara reading off a script just, just so stilted and wooden. Are you playing the Call of Duty now? Oh, well, who, really who was competing? Uh, I think pro gamers and right. just, um, big Call of Duty fans. Last few years, it's always been in a giant, like, abandoned power factory or something yeah power station even. Last, like, last year what was it It was like billingsgate market or something like mm. the old fish market they had it in battersea power station once i think yeah i think like, it was the like year before. excess yeah. but this year was um, <laughs> a bit more of a I'm not, i don't think it's fair to call it today it was still a big party but i just i don't have a very good time no i never do at the call of duty parties you know it's just because it's so big it's like a, yeah they're kind of dehumanizing so what are the, what are the purpose of launch parties these days then eh i think it's to get people along like actual people like who might punters. buy the game, yeah. Like people yeah. who want to, people who. So like was it the open game. to the public? They invite pro gamers and members of the community. See, that's such. good. Yeah, it's nice. More often than not, like certainly in the past, uh, it's been a very weird kind of mix. It's like you get celebrities who turn up there to get their free Xbox and a yeah. copy of the game and know nothing. Although oh, I did that's see awful as well. I, I did get uh, sent some photographs of celebrities who I have no idea who they were, who were there, like with headsets on, grinning. I'm playing this game oh, and it's um, brilliant. Who was there? Louis Smith um, was there, wasn't he? Jack it? Whitehall was there, quite obviously hungover, right. still at like nine o'clock in the evening. Yeah. He just had a beanie on, he had his coat on, they were asking him questions. He was just like, oh, just leave me alone. That's, wow. That can't have been fun for him. I, mean, I just think that if you're that desperate for a, a copy of the game, so just go and buy it. Um, Louis Smith, mm-hmm. he was there. He's at everything now. Who's he? He's um, Olympic gymnast. gymnast. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, I know him. Yes, right, okay. I'm going to the Paper Mario launch party next week. Is that just going to be lots of of origami? They've got like a pop-up restaurant somewhere in uh, Spitalfields, I think. That that, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's a pop-up restaurant inside a restaurant. Yes. It's not that pop-up. It's not really pop-up. It already exists. 
Is it but really the, small? Just like in the clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like <laughs> like a collage. Just serving sandwiches inside a napkin. That's origami. But pop up. They're just saying that, so it's like it's a little bit like Paper Mario. I, I think so. I, I think, think so. Theory, yeah. yeah. I don't know what pop up even means now, though. Is like it, just it, means it used, you, you used, haven't rented anywhere. Yeah, it used to mean yeah, you, you know a pop up restaurant list. used to be yeah. a literal like like temporary building that you could go to, and now it seems to be like just like a van. Or someone being in somebody else's restaurant. That's now a pop-up I think it's as probably well. one of those words that would really irritate Stuart Reid. Like, yeah, like it Sam is. Bread, like pop-up. It's Artisan. Not, it's, you've rented it for yeah. five years. Yeah. There's nothing transient or ephemeral about this structure whatsoever. Well, the Nonetheless. office is a, is a pop-up office. I've been here for five years, so... There you go. Yeah. It is made out of durable sus- materials. You've been sustaining your pop-up? <laughs> sure. like I don't know what I mean. <laughs> Jeez. We're trying. But Krupa, you've played uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. It will be you briefly. have too. You, I, um, I think you've played it for about the same as I have, about half an hour. It certainly looks pretty. It, it's you know it's exactly the same, but you know it's kind of fun. Yeah, there's there's a cool bit at the start of the first future mission where you've got nano gloves, you're clinging to yeah, the wall, yeah, that's cool, yeah, and you're flying through the air in like a little like Batman suit, yeah. It's completely on rails. It's ridiculous. Like, of course, because control you, can't, you have is minimal. <laughs> you literally steer left and right, and even yeah. then, the, the the kind of control you have over it. But it does look nice. But that's what I find it pretty hard to play after Halo Four. Halo being so open and emergent, and you know, generally fun. It's not boring. It's boring. Call of Duty is boring. It's interesting though, isn't it? Like, it's there's definitely a division between people who like Halo style combat mm. and people who like more immediate, like, <laughs> oh, you're dead. Com- Call of Duty combat. Better. Halo multiplayer is better in my. We played um, we played COD multiplayer yesterday with Ollie Moss. Yeah, he totally owned us. He but did, then, but he's been playing you. it every lunchtime. He does nothing. He has He's got nothing to draw at the he moment. Owned me. I owned you in the weird mode with the explosive crossbows. I, I owned. I, I owned I, everybody. I, I owned you in the second game then. Uh, Daniel finished. You were top. one place ahead of me, weren't you, in the Didn't, second game? I thought you finished top in the. Um, Do you know what, Daniel? I think I think we can just say we own each other. It's fine. Oh, there you go. But either way. <laughs> Ollie was better than Ollie all was of better us. than everyone. He yeah. was. Ollie was better than all of us. But he's been playing it every day. Yeah, in his pants. That's true. I might have made that bit up. Wow, I don't know. Libel. Um, but I, yeah, I know that it's lots of people give Call of Duty a lot of kind of flack for not innovating. But to, it's the same as any Hollywood blockbuster movie. It's not perhaps the best movie you'll ever see, but it's certainly, you know, it's two hours worth of entertainment. It's a video game roller coaster. Is that not what it is? They yeah. just like change it's it. That's a quote for the poster. There's a video game room poster. <laughs> I described it as the. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's just yeah. like it's it's, it's stupid, it. over the top. It's, it's been described as like the Bond movie of video games, but then Skyfall was actually really good, so that sort of ruined that comparison. Yeah, yeah. but it's again, it uh, is good. It's, no, it's Call of Duty is good. I was going to say it's too early for me to say. I can't say whether it's good or bad. But um, certainly also, zombies. The kind of like the story zombie mode is ridiculous. It's like the fever dream of a masturbating teenager. Yeah, it was absolutely bizarre. It's zombies. Weird. It was it's the surreal, first. It was the first experience that we had of Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Was we decided to play some zombies multiplayer, and we were on the trains one. Yeah, um, it's Tran- called. Yeah. I think Transit. it's called Transit. That's Transit. right, with a Z. Transit. Um, and essentially, you start off in a building. And there are zombies, and then you just have the weirdest thrill ride, where you you sort of manage to get into a bus that's being driven by a robot zombie, and then the zombies run, and then there's like mini nukes, and the ground a starts dinosaur. cracking, and lava starts pouring out, and it's just it becomes this weird hallucinogenic experience. I don't really understand it. I think I enjoyed mm. it. I'm not, I don't we couldn't figure out what was going on at all. It was it was like someone hadn't decided. Someone was like <laughs> thought of about nineteen cool things, and then just put all of them in. But that sounds amazing. Yeah, it is, it is amazing in this way, but it's just very difficult to parse, I think. Yeah. Anyway, should we uh, hop on to this week's news? Let's hop on it. And uh, Rainbow going to talk about Grand Theft Auto? Oh, well, shortly. That's, that's... Look at the running order. I'm glad I put that together. 
Excellent. Brilliant. Uh, Rainbow Six Patriots could be coming to next gen. Uh, sorry, move to next gen. Uh, obviously, the um, Target video, which was released back in 2011, looked pretty shit hot. And it's 2011 no... now? Jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, uh, and originally, they were saying it's going to be out in 2013, which I guess it still could be if it's next gen. We don't know yet. Um, but Yves Guillemot said um, in an interview with um, Polygon, there's a good chance it can be. That's the only quote that's in there <laughs> uh, on next gen. So, uh, look, let's face Definitely it. next gen then. Yeah. It's not going to be out in the next no. nine months, I wouldn't have thought. So, unless... I'm I'm pretty sure that next gen consoles would be out Christmas next year. So, and I think... Uh, Big good launch title. I, I, I think it will come out in the first quarter of 2014. That's my prediction hat right here, right You've now. He- you heard it here first. And uh, that's my next big review. So I've got a quiet no, year not. next year. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I know I've got one more. Oh, you can keep that one secret. I'm keeping mm-hmm. that one secret. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. The new Mario game? No. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> it's just uh, like, I'm not the best person to review a new Mario game. Okay. But I might be the best person for a game where people are killed. It's a new Mario good. game. It's, it's gone dark. Yeah, it's just killing. Is that everyone. exciting? That's um, quite exciting. I kind of, I kind of had that suspicion anyway. I guess. I thought the. What did you think of the target? I tried. Obviously, it was all kind of like trying to. Oh, it was like it was the super violent one, motion, wasn't it? Yeah, and like it starts sp- off with you in your kind see, of apartment. See, I, I don't think violence necessarily is a bad thing. It's the way it's treated. If they're going to make a story about, if they're going to make a proper serious. Um, considered story about terrorism, mm. then you can't skirt around it no. having violence. It's the way that it's used. If it's used cynically to sell games and go, this is going to get us lots of press coverage because look how sensational this is. Yeah. There's a little girl being blown up by a bomb. Yeah. Then that's a cheap, that's a cheap play. But the trailer if, did make me feel a bit sick. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's all how it's treated in the actual game because there's plenty of movies that use violence in a responsible way. You know, Spec Ops did it well. You know, Spec Ops. You know, Saving Private Ryan is incredibly violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does it with purpose. So it depends on the Got final that game. opening scene in Saving Private Ryan. I remember watching that as like, like jaw exactly hitting the floor. And it's it's obviously intentional, and it makes complete sense because mm. war is horrific. Terrorism is horrific. Yeah, mm. but it depends how they use it. Yeah. Um, Did any yeah. of you play Spec Ops? The I, play, I play about four, three, four hours. It's yeah, on it's, my I, I played it on a lazy Sunday once, just all the way through, and I was really, really impressed with it. As somebody who's not particularly easily impressed by games and violence, I think usually they're incredibly crass. Mm. I thought that it did really well. Well, it did about as well as a game can do, I think, right. at treating it sensitively and making saying something interesting with it. Mm. Definitely play that. I think that's being overlooked in the... Because it came out a bit Mix, early. Yeah. It's being overlooked in the kind of survey of the I year. Think it's another one of those great games from 2K this year. Yeah. It's not necessarily, an amazing a, it's not necessarily a game of the year kind of game, but no. it's definitely one of the more inter- most interesting games of, of, of the recent times, yeah. in my opinion. Play it if you haven't. There you go. Kamali. Hello. Split R- some time. Yeah. Well, time splitters. Once again, there are reports that we might be getting. There's still hope, apparently. Um, Crytek's president, Sevat Yearly, has said that if fans can demonstrate there's enough demand, he's prepared to lobby um, the stakeholders of Crytek um, for either an HD re-release of all the titles or a sequel. Um, that smells an awful lot like a Kickstarter to me. Well, it's interesting. In a previous thing, in a previous um, interview, he said they don't think it's fair for them to do Kickstarter, but given their size and everything. Yeah, totally. Can you imagine if Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, just came out and went, 
Come on. I mean, what's interesting here is that he cites some uh, petition that's already online that had 2,500 signatures, and he was like, that's not enough. It's we not need, many, is it? He's like, we need yeah. 300,000. But when you think about that, that's huge. And when you think about the people who will sign, um, who'll sign sig- um, petitions like that, that's a very hardcore fan base. You know, there's lots of people, there's lots of games that I'd like to see out. I wouldn't sign a petition for them, but if they came out, I'd buy them. Like, you know, you need 300,000 people who are hardcore um, to sign it. I think that's, he's asking for the, the moon I, a bit. I just not... think that, have the courage of your conviction. If you think that Time Splitters is a good enough franchise and that there's a, a market there, then make the game. Don't sit there and go, oh, please sign our piece mm-hmm. of paper. Well, this is the thing. I mean, he said, because Free Radical, he said, yeah, when, when Free Radical were in charge, we didn't think it would be worth it, so yeah. we didn't go with it. I mean, I think it's a fucking brilliant franchise, and I'd like to see it, but we had... I mean, it had 2,500, this petition. And then when we wrote this story yesterday, it had 30,000. And now it has um, come up to 50,000. Right. Still not so going to be 300,000. It's, it's slowing down. I, I enjoyed Time Splitters, but I think the, the landscape has changed. I think the, time, well, I the thought, times have changed, haven't they? Like, but yeah. but the thing about gone. it, it's not... It's not the, I mean, the gameplay's dated a bit, but the fact is, you know, Virus and Flame Tag and stuff, they were the predecessors to Call of Duty Zombies. You've got the fact that it's funny, there's loads of pop culture references in there, there's so many unlockables and there's so much value in there in terms of, you know, you can get, unlock about four characters per mission per challenge and everything and some of them are really tough. You know, it's, there's just so much in there and it's so much value and you don't see that these days so I think it would be a great shout to bring it back. I think Borderlands kind of picked up the funny FPS yeah, that's on. Yeah, and there's still a lot of, and there's a lot of value there. It's just, you know, I miss games where you unlock stuff. I, I also, I it? really didn't like the art style. Really? Times, I just thought it was just a bit rubbish. It's quite caricature isn't it, in cartoony? Well, do you have 299,999 mates? <sighs> have you not seen his Facebook? Yeah. He's got hundreds of His them. Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my fan, go, my fan go, page. You can go like you got a Luke. fan page? I don't have a Luke, fan Luke. page. He, did. he set his mum set it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two likes um two likes yeah Who's the no, other one? i'm gonna um creepy yeah. guy off the internet yeah i don't know well i uh, i i did mull over yesterday going through and just kind of um writing in other people's names but i thought best not that's fraud do you really <laughs> want time splitters that bad i really uh, time splitters it's is one of my favorites fran- i really like time splitters wow it's a really good franchise and it's good value you were using names of dead people in florida yeah pretty much <laughs> hashtag just say. just say don't you dare hashtag out loud Luke yeah. how many times it's a real thing uh, <laughs> Keza while I'm punching Luke in the balls for saying that uh, what's the Wii U story so the Wii U gamepad we thought oh that's this is cool maybe we'll be able to play our old Wii games on the gamepad um, but no we can't Nintendo has finally after months of being ambiguous they've finally gone nope nope no way that you can just play so you can't even Wii use games. it as a classic controller well you can use With it as nothing- a controller but right. you can't have the uh, displaying on the screen. Oh, I see. Right. So you can't have your old Wii games displaying on the right. on the, on, the, on the screen, which is annoying because it would have been good for well, it would have been good for things like Monster Hunter that, although I suppose Monster Hunter's coming out again on Wii U, but it would have been good for games that need physical controls. To be fair, it wouldn't really work, would it? Because you'd still have to have your one. <laughs> You're not really selling it. This is probably why they've said no. You I can't think it's do a pretty it. stupid idea. I don't know. There's not really <laughs> much reason this? to be upset. <laughs> you know this thing you never wanted it and won't work. It's not happening. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Great. 
they've, mu- they've muttered <laughs> but about making but how would Wii that work though because you'd have to have thing. you'd have to have the sensor bar somewhere and your Wii remote and nunchuck to control it on the Wii U game that wouldn't work at all yeah there's absolutely no way that would work what ridiculous <laughs> people don't even ask um, today um, Story Water came out and says the Wii U can't be used as a hat or a bra <laughs> oh. oh gamepad cannot be used as a bra I was hoping it'd be or a nice titch it's not even a very good mirror <laughs> unfortunately Anyway, any Wii software must be played on a TV with the Wii U's Wii mode, which is enabled. Need a TV? Day one up. Fuck this shit. (laughs) God, Nintendo fail. (laughs) However, he did say that they will be creating a Wii U virtual console that will feature full gamepad functionality. So you have to buy the games again. Presumably not Wii games. I literally can't understand how a Wii game There's too could many work versions the... of every fucking I, game. I, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the story anymore. It's like Inception. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in a dream or yeah. a dream of no, a wait, dream. The game is on the screen and on the gamepad, but that, does it work uh, on both? Well, that's what the Wii U is. There's a game and the screen within the screen, and I don't know what's happening it is, anymore. It is, it is Weeception. Still not sold on it. But, but speaking of Inception, Tom you Hardy... Wrong. You were incorrect about the Wii U, Luke Kamali. Stop it! I made a brilliant transition. Brilliant transition. Sorry, I was too busy shouting at Luke. (sighs) Speaking of Inception, Tom Hardy. Um, That was good. That was better even the second time around. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best news ever in the world. Tom Hardy has been cast in the film adaptation of Splinter Cell, and he's been cast as Sam Fisher. As Sam Fisher. (gasps) How good is that? When you texted me last night, you just said Tom Hardy is Sam Fisher. <laughs> and I was like, Are you on And I just went, What? <laughs> and then you were like, What? And I went, Yes, he's, he's Sam Fisher. And you went, What? In a game? <laughs> no, in a fucking movie. Yes. I just, I couldn't believe it. I can't it's believe like, it. I still can't believe I still can't believe Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Fassbender, Fassbender and, and Hardy. Hardy. What's going on? So, right, just to um, fill you in with some details, which are pretty sparse on the ground anyway, but uh, basically Ubisoft have just confirmed him and they've begun talks. It doesn't have a studio yet, like right. the same with the Assassin's Creed movie, but they're in talks with Warner Brothers and Paramount. I can imagine it's probably quite an attractive proposition yeah, if you've yeah, got yeah. Tom Hardy on board. Yeah. Um, so Jean-Julien Barnett, CEO of Ubisoft Motion Pictures, says Tom Hardy is currently one of the biggest talents in the film industry and he has a phenomenal ability to take on complex and varied roles with his broad range of acting skills and he said this is the most exciting thing that could happen to the movie series I, how does that happen then like it's oh, not well, tied to a studio I know it's a game franchise but Splinter is not the biggest game franchise in the world yeah how does someone like Tom Hardy go? That's my next role after maybe he's a big Batman fan and shit. Like, yeah, was... well, a few things. One, it could be a big fan. Yeah. Two, uh, maybe maybe, of money. maybe the you know them getting fast spender on board is mm. now is a, a you know is a, a card that they can play. Go on, well, look who's attached to our other movie right now. The other, yeah. the other hottest actor around in Hollywood. So, so by signed up, what does it mean? Well, he's actually contractually he, obliged, or I don't, he's he's, kind of... I don't know if he's signed a contract because right. there's a lot of things that still have to fall into place, haven't they? But I. Mm. So um, actually, on this, we got a bit of reader feedback last night in the light of this news from Greg Christie in Aberdeen. He said, "Fastbender in Assassin's Creed, Hardy and Splinter Cell. What the hell is going on? Are we actually going to see a good video game movie? What are the chances?" I think it's a brilliant start. Yeah, I think yeah. casting some like I think most directors would love to have those actors in their movies right now. Yeah, I think the next step is seeing who is. In the director's chair, yeah, that's, that's the biggie. You know, it's it could have Uwe the best Ball. cast in the world, but having those actors in place will attract a better quality of director. Hopefully, you would hope, yeah, and a better quality of screenwriter, etc., etc. So all these things could fall into place. Whatever happened to Uwe Ball? Oh, he's still he's still making. Is tosh. he still making terrible films? Well, that's what he does. You know, cheap movies make them quickly, yeah. turn a decent profit on home ends. You know, it's his career. 
just you know he's not made sure a game movie in a while though has he i don't think so no. um but what do you what do you think well, I just it, think it's got the potential to be amazing. Although I still but is think... It the, is he right for the I think the he is role? right, because I always Why wanted not? him to play t- um, James Bond. But I don't uh-huh. think he... It, well, I don't know. In This, mean war, this Means War, which is a terrible move me, movie, he is more suave and charming than you think he is. Mm. But I think he's probably more suited to Sam Fisher, like a bit more gruff. He'd have, to lose, yeah, he'd have to lose some muscle, though. Like, Fisher's more... I'm sure he can do that. Like, he? Yeah, I, I think he's trimmed down quite a bit. Anyway, mm. Well, it's been a while Bane. since he filmed Bane, presumably. Yeah, yeah. But he we'll has be been doing some, other stuff. I like, will transform himself, I'm sure. Yeah, but I just, I just think that's just it. Just makes it a more prestigious project. Yeah, but obviously no projected release or anything of it still doesn't. Not yet. There's talk of the Assassin's Creed movie coming out first. Okay. Um, so does that mean that you're more excited by a Splinter Cell movie or Assassin's Creed movie? I think. A Splinter Cell movie would be easier to get right. Right. Yeah, it's I more think... straightforward genre, spy, Mission Impossible. I, don't know, I think, style I think Assassin's thing. Creed. Fits I think there's quite a lot. Well. I think you've got to be no, careful with the whole well, time travel stuff. But they do it, that. There's a lot more exposition to dump in two hours than he's a spy. Here are gadgets. That's something lots of people are acquainted with. In a two-hour Assassin's Creed movie, you got to do like what the animus is, the whole backstory. And with oh, movies, God. it's like you assuming don't... assuming that people won't know Assassin's Creed though, you can play it like a thriller with a twist that it's not really real at the end. Like, you can, like you can, I think that, I think it's it. difficult to get a script that would possibly do. But that. Just, imagine if they had hours. an entire Desmond section in there. Like, oh, oh imagine the Desmond section. Everyone be like, oh no, a Desmond bit. God. Everyone just walks oh. out of the cinema. So Come just, back in 10 just minutes. Just two hours, Michael Fassbender r- look at, walking around a room checking someone's emails. Very slowly. Oh! <laughs> can, can they not climb stuff? No, that's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's budget. It. It's, it's just him in a room look, on his own Look, you've all got hours. to sit through the it's Desmond bit now. Imagine if they made it as like a really indie art house low budget movie. It's just called Desmond. And he's sat in a room for two hours looking at walls and just checking emails. No, he's, he's sat in the animus, down. but you're just, the, all the film is watching is him in the, like literally him sitting in the animus. Yeah, we made it for four million. I can fucking tell you. His eyes twitch every yeah. now and then. And he gets up and says what happened afterwards. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so looking forward to that movie. <laughs> can't wait, can't yeah, maybe it's like um, Shame as well. He'll just have a piss on camera. Not on the camera, in the toilet, but on camera. Onto the camera. Not onto the camera. Well, you could do that. It's an interesting camera select, ch- yeah. shot selection. Weren't we talking shot? about being pissed on in last week's podcast, or was that the one? Before? Oh, it was last week's podcast because right. it got pissed on. Yeah. It's true. So did you in really the podcast, in a story that was told on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, see, I missed Just that. To so this is yeah. interesting. Not, you, got, not, you got not, pissed on as well while wearing shorts. Yeah, this is why we're not doing podcast. video podcasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not yet, anyway. Anyway. We haven't waterproofed our equipment. <laughs> the biggest news this week, I think, is probably Grand Theft Auto. A new trader came out yesterday. Uh, which looks rather good. So before we talk about GTA, let's quickly check out trailer number two. Peggy 18. He is not staying the night. He's a dog. You know, I've been in this game for a lot of years, and I got out alive. If you want my advice, give the shit up. That is the second uh, Grand Theft Auto Five trailer. Uh, first time you guys have seen it? No. 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 
Well, the, this this first time you've seen the game since the first trailer. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's the first time I, we've seen the trailer. You haven't seen that trailer though. When you were no, in I haven't York. seen the trailer, but okay. I have have seen the game. I've seen I've seen the game. Seen the game. Yeah. You've seen I've game. Seen the game. Yeah, you haven't you've mentioned seen that. Before. You haven't mentioned That's it at all. Real, you know. You, when did you see the Why game? Why weren't you what? on the live anyway, stream, Alex? Just talk to me about <laughs> the uh, trailer. What are your okay. thoughts? <laughs> Basically, I'm. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I don't think. What? What is wrong with you? How are you possibly underwhelmed? There was a guy hanging from a crane, and then he dropped into a sports car. Well, I'm not a big GTA fan, and I thought it looks good. It looks. It looks. I'm being mean to you. This today, but it it hasn't. Don't mean to. It hasn't converted me. How could it be better? If you think it's underwhelming, you know what? It's great. I think for GTA, the man who gets really excited about a time split is HD remake. Okay, Jesus. It's good. Did you just literally say it's good for GTA? No, it's in like it, it's great for GTA, but it's not. I mean, by your, like, you know, like GTA, like GTA as a game doesn't hugely appeal to me. So it's, it, I don't think it would. It's not going to convert me. But as a trailer, as a trailer, it's, it's good. Wow. <laughs> It's good. It's really good. But Let's never ever not, get you I'm, on the it's, podcast. It's again. not. It's not the best trailer I've seen in my life. What's, what, the, be, what's, what's a better, a better game trailer, trailer that you've seen recently? A game recently. One. Yes. The ones for Star Wars: The Old Republic, which were um, CGI rendered. Ugh, that is ones. just not even. Or the one for. That's not even the, gameplay. No, no, that wasn't. Well, gameplay no, but as well, that's probably, the thing. Game, it's a game engine. It's a game engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best in-game engine trailers I've seen. I like the Bioshock trailer. Yeah, Bioshock. I preferred precisely. But Bioshock still good, still very it. good and excitable. It's too late now. <laughs> too late. Shut up. Right. I thought Daniel. it was incredible. Sorry. Yes, oh, right, Kelly, you, you can you speak. Go first. Oh, I, I thought it was amazing. It looks so good. Do you like GTA? Uh, I didn't like GTA until GTA 4. Oh, really? Yeah, and now I love GTA. And then I went back and tried to play the other ones. But I think what I liked about GTA 4 was that it was a bit pretentious. And I quite like that. Mm. So I, I think that it looks, I mean, just the, the action in it is great, obviously, but it's got that fantastic biting rock star comedy in there as well. Yeah. Like the not trying too hard comedy. Yeah. Like it, 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 you watch that trailer and you don't think this is a video game trailer. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. usually when there's a quip in a video game trailer, it's, 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 it's just not of that kind of caliber. I do you think they're very good at creating believable characters? Oh, yeah. Believable psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's great. That's obviously the big thing is three playable characters, which you switch yeah. between. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I really love Ballad of Gay Tony and. Um, yeah, the, that was the best part, I yeah, think. The of, best part of GTA 4, definitely, yeah. were those, were those little Because that's, in my eyes, was that's what GTA is all about. It's completely over the top and not to the level of uh, Saints Row, but, you know, you can do crazy shit. Whereas I think GTA 4 was just a little bit too. Um, you know, straight down the line. I quite like that it was restrained. I think that's mm. what... Because it basically stopped me from pulling what? myself out of the, the, the reality of what was going it, on with Nico. Uh, mm. To be fair, there was nothing restrained about that trailer where yeah, you skydiving out of a car that's falling from the back yeah. of the jet. That looks badass. Someone made a gif of that yesterday, which I that just looked like, at for about five look minutes. Look at that. <laughs> that's excess. I'm not going to jump out of the plane and jump out of a car that's jumping out of a plane. That's just yeah. incredible. <laughs> it's the way that, that's a waste of a car, but you know what? It's the way you, it's the way you see the car, you know, zoom out of the plane and you're like, whoa, that's a bit extreme. And then just the little door opens. And I, yeah. I, I, Take this, Nathan Drake. Yeah. 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 I'm going to jump out like a girl. That's a bit sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that back. Just... What did you think of it, Daniel? Um, I thought it was good. I would have been more... I think it's great as a trailer. Like It's yeah. a very cinematic trailer in terms of, you know, it's highly structured and, you know, mm-hmm. it this shows them all interacting just because it sounds really cool. The whole heist mechanic, that sounds really cool. And the way you switch between, between characters, 
I kind of more excited to see gameplay of how that functions. I want to yeah. see how that works. I want to see what it's like. Bearing in mind, be like though, when I'm playing, this it. is only the second trailer they've yeah. put out. And I, yeah. th- what I found, I can't believe it's a year ago since the first one. I honestly thought it was about. I remember when ago. the when when the trailer, the first trailer came out. You were in a meeting, yeah, and I was literally running but, around in circles. That was in the a middle year of the ago. Office. I just cannot believe it. I thought it was about six months ago. It, I mean, this one so. looks it looks beautiful. Like the, yeah. Oh like, my god, how beautiful! How good have they made the Xbox mm. and PlayStation look? Yeah, this is the thing. Well, you. You understand why people were muttering about it possibly being next gen, don't you? What does I can ask you a question about what you actually saw? Yes. Um, what's driving like? Because you didn't play the game, but you saw it. Being yeah, yeah, I didn't see loads. Like, I didn't see high speed driving. Like okay. it's, it was in that a very... trailer. It looks like the quite like cars seem more responsive, a bit well, more racing car. Like Dan Houser's and... already come out and said that it's a lot more like the, the it's not as floaty. Yeah, uh, the the kind of driving physics. Uh, and so I saw uh, the equivalent of a, an Audi R8, whatever it's called. I think it's called a 9F or something like that in the game. Uh, and um, Franklin got in it, uh, put the roof down, which was fucking cool. But <laughs> it's a little thing, but God, it looks amazing. Uh, and then drove off, but it was very kind of sedate and just taking in the surroundings. But it just, yeah, it looked like a lot more kind of, a, a bit tighter, I guess. Yeah, um, you, but, uh, you teased that a few weeks ago when I was playing Need for Speed Most Wanted. I was just driving around like in an R8, and you came right. up to me and you went, "Can you put the roof down in that car?" Yeah, I went, "No," and you went, "Hmm, mm. <laughs> M- might be able to in another game." Yeah. Yeah, in uh, another game, yeah. <laughs> I may just, or may not have seen just, recently. Just, yes. just putting that out there. Um, Halo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the but the, yeah, the, I, I guess the question mark for me uh, is what they've done with the combat. And I I saw um, there was a, it was a mission where you basically go to the equivalent of a, their CIA, which I think is called the IAA or IIA or some other combination. Oh yeah, of and, three the, letters. and the FBI is the it's FIB. FIB. Yeah, yeah which, when I, which when I was subbing your piece, I changed, and I was like, oh no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to ask as well. So um, yeah, you kind of uh, rappel down a building, crash through the window, and then uh, drag your target out. But it was literally like. A, a, a few seconds worth of gunfire you couldn't tell if it's always been the weakest thing hasn't it those gunfights yeah well it was definitely it was improved for four yeah because at least they had cover gun, mechanics gunplay, and stuff like gunplay in Red Dead was pretty good right yeah. I, well, do you know I, what like, it was alright wasn't it so if it's like incremental yeah then if you're working from that as a base perhaps like iterating on it then yeah. you know in, I think Red Dead's absolutely fine like it's decent yeah in your interview with Leslie Yes. Um, he did say a lot about how they learned from Red Dead because I mean it's easy to see, to just see this as a direct le- leap from GTA Four, yeah, but it's yeah, not yeah. obviously because they've had LA, well yeah. not really Eleanor, but they've had um, Red Dead Redemption since then to to hone all their open world yeah. stuff on, and yeah. it's really cool to see the concept of like the the open like countryside and there's going to be animals in it. Yeah, and they've learned things from like the random event engine that they had in Red Dead, right? Because that's like I, I've been playing San Andreas just a little bit, just to kind of familiarise myself with the Los Santos but actually it's got nothing the two actually share very little in because uh, they've recently them. actually gone on record in saying that all the GTA games that were out on PS2 yeah. the last generation of consoles exist in one universe yeah. these right, GTA yeah. games exist in the HD universe which I think is quite a nice yeah. way of compartmentalising them and stopping getting themselves into like, yeah. Marvel DC yeah. kind of continuity problems but that's like because um well, obviously it's called Los Santos, so it's the same name, but the different the districts are called different. So, yeah. what was uh, Richmond in San Andreas is Rockford Hills in okay. um, Five. So, okay. what's Vinewood? Still Vinewood. Vine- oh, Vinewood is still Vinewood. 
uh, and downtown is still downtown, uh, downtown. But uh, Venice Beach, which was called, I think, Santa Maria in San Andreas, is called Vespucci Beach nice. in um, Five. Which makes the feature I'm currently writing really tricky. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was hoping to you use just have a little lexicon a at the bottom, like a glossary. Yeah, and, and obviously Mount Chiliad is, is still. So they've got various landmarks in there from um, from San Andreas are still in there. But the thing that I really surprised me about San Andreas is that it's big, state big. You know, obviously you've got three cities and all the countryside in between. But you go from one side of Los Santos to the other in a car in literally in like two and a half minutes. Uh, taking in the whole of the equivalent in LA from Santa Monica to uh, Hollywood to Beverly Hills and, and down to Downton, which if you did that in real life would take down two hours. Yes, Downton Abbey. That's Maggie, cool. Maggie Smith doing the voice. Exclusive. Maggie Smith. But, uh, I actually thought it was the same for the next GTA. But in San and- <laughs> oh, oh, you can see it, sorry, in Los Santos in five from the screenshots and the, the video, it's huge and it's just one city and that city alone is bigger than Liberty City and then you've got all the surrounding countryside which okay. obviously they haven't really shown that much so I think it's god I literally cannot wait for it it looks it looks really really good and also just the city just looks like a, a nicer place to hang out than Liberty City just looks a nicer like the, place to pimp it looks, women it does, it does look a lot more open as well doesn't it which yeah. is which much is more nice. variety yeah that's a good Rottweiler in that trailer as well yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a good looking dog well, that's, yeah, they, everyone they... was going crazy over the dogs yesterday when well as Dan Kilby says I hate dogs I'd gladly shoot it so. well you can Ooh. Yeah. so that sums him up yeah you know just <laughs> putting that out there but that's I don't know I'm not particularly uh, knowledgeable about the surrounding territory in um, uh, LA but apparently yeah. all the wildlife you would expect around LA will be in Kind wow. of game. So what's I don't know, coyotes maybe. Yeah, okay. roadrunners. Different types of cool <laughs> bird. What? Different types of cool bird. They've got <sighs> a lot of cool birds in America. Right. Eagles and stuff. Okay. Well, why don't you say eagles? I, I thought cool <laughs> bird. Cool bird sounds cool like avians. some kind of like power drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was really cool when you looked at the second trailer. Now that we know about the game, you yeah. look back at the first trailer, and there's all these little hints in there, aren't there? Yeah, like the yeah. three people going in. Although the three people doing their little high stuff. Yeah, right? that's definitely not. Trevor, Michael and Franklin or it might might be Michael I don't know they're masked up aren't they as well they are yeah. masked up you know there is a theory even though they said they're, they're discrete universes um, mm. what's the name sorry I'm not familiar with the names yet what's the name of the guy who's in witness relocation Michael there's some rumours that he is actually Tommy from Vice City because obviously it fits in age wise and he's been relocated and that's why he has a different name oh uh, really yeah. that'd be quite exciting people mm. just really want it to be Tommy Rossetti I thought, I thought right. Greg Miller said that when he talked to Dan Hauser about that he said is he's like a version of Tommy that won the game right, right. Okay. you know that, that got out people just want that money. people just yeah. want that to be true yeah people just want that connection it's cool though but um, yeah would you like them to after this one for the next gen GTA would mm. you like them to do another period GTA game like Vice City Ah, oh, gosh. I don't know, but... you, you well, they, want... did, they did Red Dead Redemption as their last period GTA, basically, didn't they? But you wouldn't want to remake but, but, Vice City. No. no, 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 but like, we could do it in late 70s. <laughs> well, they I did LA, LA Noir was another period GTA. That was yeah. in 1950. Well, it wasn't GTA, but again. The problem is, right... They're playing with periods a lot. The the 70s, right? The, just the tech isn't as good. The tech isn't like, as if, good. If, if it was based in the 70s, the vibe would be fun. You, could pro- you know what you could do now, though? Do a Black you Ops could, 2, you know 2025. What, you know what would be period mm. now? Early 90s. Yeah, but that's oh what San Andreas God. did. I suppose they didn't. Like Boys in the Hood style, didn't and, it? And uh, honestly, the soundtrack to that game is amazing. Okay. I was listening to it yesterday and it's got, it's got such a good... So in short, tunes. no. 
I, I don't know. 1920s gangsters. What about Lenoir? 60s 60s Britain? Like Italian gangsters. What? Well, 60s he, he Britain. did. 60s Britain. God, that'd be fucking depressing, wouldn't it? Like Hauser yeah. did talk about, he was asked uh, in one that. interview Crazy or other, like, you know, Kez. about doing it in other cities. Oh, but um, the thing that he hasn't obviously, he they don't know as a, a as a developer is that they know New York exceptionally well. They know LA exceptionally well. So it makes it much easier to realise. Yeah. Whereas if they did it somewhere else, they might not be able to kind of realise it in the same way. But yeah, I still think London would be a oh, GTA great place London to do would it. Be GTA London would be. Um, and surrounding area, so Plymouth. <laughs> and you get a little, little drive down to Brighton, and you can drive, drive up to Manchester. Do you know what the Brighton month. Brighton Rock happened? That film, Brighton, Rock. the gangster Brighton film. It was gangster, wasn't really gangster, was it? It was more just Brain gang. Bean. Yeah. So you know, I, I could totally see GTA working in London. Imagine the voice acting. Like imagine the script. Yeah. Just Ray do. Winston as everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gang. yeah. That's, <laughs> you fucking toilet. I, I, I would like to see someone do it well because obviously uh, the getaway happened. Yeah, <laughs> existed. <laughs> <That happened. laughs> um, and that had the promise of being, you know, GTA uh, in London, but wasn't. And obviously there was a GTA London, but that I'm was just, before oh, it went three I'm imagining. Do you know when I was watching? I thought I finally watched Skyfall the other night, and the mm. whole way through I was just thinking, you could make such a good video game out of this. Imagine the drive up to Scotland you could have. And then the shootout in the burning house. really boring. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know, like, action bits. You, you, you drive up to Scotland. Two and a half hours no, no, on the M1. I'm, imagine, I'm imagining the final like <laughs> act of that game and there being like, obviously not a six and a half hours. You can make such a good video game out of this. Activision. Activision. You can make such a good video game out of this. You can stop off at Burger King along yeah. the way. <laughs> little, little wimpy. It's brilliant. It's, it's a full on, 12, full on 12 hour campaign. But what I was imagining was like they do in the film, they just basically skip it. But you have that bit where you drive into the Highlands, it looks amazing. Then you'd, you'd come around and there'd be the house, and then you'd set and setting the house up for being desperately being, foraging for a bottle oh, of yeah, yeah, breaking doing barriers and, and stuff. Spoilers, spoilers, I haven't seen spoilers, the film. Oh, really? No, oh, I'm sorry, Alex. Well, that, well, that, don't say anymore. Don't say I won't say anymore, but it would make a brilliant movie. Yeah, a film, a game. What? I've lost it. But anyway, uh, I am gonna do an, an ask me anything on GTA on Twitter at some point so if you want to know about Grand Theft Auto I will share as much as I possibly can do you uh, just want more followers yeah I do uh, <laughs> at, at Alex IGN UK I've got more than you I know you do but you, that, those were cheaply acquired oh behave they were with, oh, your, top, behave. with your top yeah, trump we oh. a carry on movie <laughs> top trump skate the carry on IGN UK podcast well, it's, it's more Ow. it's more um, right, Kenneth I forgot <laughs> what's that Austin Powers oh behave I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd forgotten the Austin Powers existed. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, it's probably better if we all did. Well, fourth film. Let's uh, disappear over to reader feedback, shall we? Mm. Read a follow up. Who's got the first piece? I have. I have an email from Jordan Hackney who says that he would contribute his opinion to. Wait. <laughs> anyway, Jordan Hackney wants to talk about AC3 with us. Um, he says, as a fan of the previous games, I was rather disappointed. The world is impressive to look at, but most seemed it almost seemed too vast. I didn't feel compelled to explore it. The array of side missions was vast, though largely uninteresting, and I thought the cities were well-designed, but not as iconic as previous games like Rome and Venice. After four or five days, I still don't find myself enamoured of the characters or story, and I traded it in for XCOM, which is great. Um, mm. Which is pretty much my. Some of that is basically why I wrote my review, isn't it? Mm. Like it's it's huge and impressive, yeah. but there's a lot of it's quite. The cities are uninspiring. Yeah, I no, like I th- Boston. I think, so. yeah. I think New York doesn't have any personality compared to Boston because yeah. they just look very similar, don't they? Yeah. They're very iconic though and kind of exotic. The other ones, like you know, yeah, in previous games and ornate. Whereas they, yeah. they're mostly like the the. I mean, Boston's a very new city. I mean, I like it a lot. 
But when I went to New York, I thought, oh, this is going to be really cool. And then it was essentially the same. Like the layout of the place was very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the main problem I had with that game was that when it was good, it was excellent. But about 70% of it was fluff. Mm. Actually, when you really, really got down to it, a lot of it was was either average or slightly disappointing. Daniel Kilby's um, got to the bit which we found quite boring. Now he's yeah. actually he's a huge Assassin's Creed fan, but he's now actually losing. Is trying his patience at the moment because right. it has a slight dip, and you're like, I just want to get to the bit where I'm actually the guy that's on the cover of the box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that's a really like because it's always trying to do something really cool at the beginning. I really appreciate what it's doing story wise at the beginning, but I think it could have achieved that in less time. Yeah, and I, I mean, almost think that undermines its aspirations. You're totally it's right. Just, it's stretched because I think the first the first bit of it, and everyone, I think this is one of the reasons because a lot of people thought I, well, a lot of people's initial reaction to our Assassin's Creed Three review was that we were mean to it. Um, but I think that a lot of people, I played the first few hours and I thought this is fucking incredible, and I was totally blown away. And then you do have that dip, and then after that, it kind of gets back into its stride. But after that, you're just sort of slightly less sort of enamoured with it and that makes you a little bit yeah. more critical and I think a lot of people tarnished yeah a lot of people who got further I, in the game do I, seem I do, to share that yeah. it's, it's really really good but it, it's got a lot of problems you, you want to forget it's it three though. years in production am I right in saying that yeah. three years they must have, when Red Dead Redemption came out they must have been a bit like balls to that because all that stuff if I never played Red Dead Redemption all the hunting and yeah. exploring mm. the wilderness would have had a lot more appeal yeah. than it did yeah. They said that actually when they yeah, released when the target the footage, right? Yeah, they were like, "Oh, Red Dead Redemption's come out about three months after they'd done yeah. their target footage." They were like, "Oh no," because instantly all that stuff was a lot less novel and more of a kind of chore. Yeah. I think hunting in games is underdone in general. Yeah. Like I've been playing a lot of Far Cry Three lately, yeah, and can't say much about it because embargoes. But um, I really, really enjoy hunting more than pretty much everything else in the game. Isn't it in Tomb Raider as well? Uh, we're not, not allowed to talk about Tomb Raider at all, unfortunately, okay. until December the fourth. But not really. It's not really there. Well, you just did talk about Tomb Raider. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's got it's got hunting, but anyway, you can't really bad man. About it. Tokyo Jungle, lots of hunting. Tokyo Jungle's got a bunch of hunting. Yeah, I actually did try one of those ridiculous American hunting games once, mm-hmm. like Cabela's Big yeah, Time yeah. Hunting or something, and that was that was actually quite boring. Well, yeah, because I guess it's it's stalking for yeah. what probably quite an extended period it needs to be slightly more shot. of a balance between video game and actual thing is in red dead it's like, like pretty immediate if you see something yeah shoot it chase it chase it <laughs> well, that's it so rough if rule. I'm, i'd want to do a hunting game with like a, a minigun or something like that so you see your, <laughs> also, your, your target and then just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was quite like the ludicrousness of red dead where i'm just in the forest and it's like ah bear and he's just running around around trees and hiding <laughs> quite enjoy it in skyrim as well. <laughs> shooting over my shoulder uh, you enjoyed Skyrim. hunting in Skyrim, yeah. For like, and one of those weird people who like quite likes alchemy and stuff. So you know, oh, yeah, you're like looking alchemists. for like bear teeth. <laughs> one of those alchemists. Wow, yeah, you're yeah. looking for bear teeth. Yeah. To Does it suddenly make sense now why the GTA yeah, trailer Jesus. didn't quite blow me I'm away? Like, I'm like just making like, my alchemy. I love going out. Anyway, I've got an email from Ryan Besgrave who says uh, he's writing in from Australia. Actually, he says, "Is there any mass market hype building for the Wii U in the UK?" Because he's just seen the first ads here, here in Australia. Uh, is that what you're seeing to the north as well? I don't know how many ads have there been because I don't watch much live t- TV. I There's watch been most quite of my stuff. a lot. There's well, been I've a only bit. seen a couple. I've seen loads of seen... Zombie U. I, I go to the cinema. Yeah. Qu- I go yeah. to the cinema quite a lot. I've not seen any ads at the cinema. Yeah, there's uh, no ads in the cinema. There's is... lots on buses. I've seen quite a few on buses. But considering it's out in two weeks. 
I haven't seen that much on it. No, really. and on t- they're not going for prime time slots. Let's, let's like Saturday night. I yes. think to be honest, they they don't have enough Wii U's, and they don't want to make. They want to create just enough demand that that's going to sell out, mm. but not enough that people get really pissed off, perhaps. Yeah, because right. you know when they really, really, really went full throttle on the Wii, Wii. advertising, and then nobody could get a Wii for six months. Yeah, yeah. and it, I think it really tarnished the hmm. brand. Do you imagine people. next year if PS4 comes out, we'll be carpet bombed with advertising? Oh, oh yeah. Well, Sony always do that. I mean, Microsoft paint the whole world green whenever anything Xbox happens. At least Liechtenstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it happened again, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this the house is horrible green. <laughs> what was that? Um, <laughs> this is my Liechtenstein accent. It's good. It's good. Liechtenstein yeah. You know, accent. I'm half Eastern it's quite European. Specific. I'm allowed to do that without it being racist. So it is quite specific. Mm. A Liechtenstein accent. Yeah. Thank you. Specific Speak. impression. Yeah. Rich does a better one. He's been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Good. Next bit of feedback is from Maximus. Probably not his real name, unless he has shits for parents. <laughs> um, my que- Roman. Could be Roman. Um, my question is, in light of Disney acquiring <laughs> LucasArts, why haven't more media conglom- conglom- conglomerates <laughs> looked into buying games creators and publishers? Uh... Well, I mean, business question there. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're still. Is, I don't know. Like, we don't know if they have. Maybe they have. Maybe Disney's been trying to buy Nintendo. Could be. I mean, they obviously but, haven't. But you, maybe they have. I suppose it. I mean, are they becoming more and more viable, more and more attractive properties? Because you know, for instance, there was a time you know when Disney, you know, Disney recently bought yeah. Marvel. Warner Brothers picked up DC a few years ago. Yeah. But it's the next stage is like, well, obviously, quite, Warner, quite like to own a Warner have got like a fairly large gaming arm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the thing is, publishers <laughs> tend to fairly large gaming arm. So we tell us he did back in two thousand eight. I mean, pu- publishers tend to buy studios, don't they? Like, because there was all those rumors about EA looking into buying Valve and stuff. Like, you know, I think. Yeah, but but I think that, like, compared to someone like Disney, EA is small fry. Yeah, that's the the question here. I think is that that it could it could absorb them if it wants to basically yeah. you know make its own video games and have much more control of them. Yeah, could but be. Disney already has already had. An interactive arm, as did LucasArts. Yeah. So technically, yeah. they, so they got one, sort of did. One giant arm, one, one interactive yeah. arm. <laughs> all these, all these cool. arms creating a very weird body. My interactive arm became large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they, so they sort of already did have by games publishers. Like I'm, mm. I presume that Lucas, um, that Disney's game studios weren't always Disney game studios, and that LucasArts does it, was does it include not always LucasArts? Lucasfilm. I don't know. Well, it does. Disney deal. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Okay. It's right. Skywalker Sound. It's um, Industrial Light and Magic. Right. It's everything. Right. But in, yeah, but um, I still 13, don't quite get how it's legal. How Surely it they can't just pick up, in, un, doesn't it contravene competition laws or something? Just mm. picking up another enormous studio. I can't say. Why would it though? Well, because you're not allowed. It's like how Microsoft isn't allowed to just buy everyone. Yeah, I know, but there are still quite a lot of other people out there making films. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and games. True. Mickey Mouse can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah. He's got carte blanche. He don't take he? no shit. He's got carte blanche with the regulatory authorities. Yeah, maybe, maybe they are trying to take over Nintendo, and that's why Water's using little Mickey Mouse white gloves to unbox stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it started. Watch <gasps> the spirit of Michael Jackson lives on in a water. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. One of, is my favorite album. Oh. <laughs> hey. Very good. Very enjoyable. Lovely, lovely Michael Jackson banter. Right, well, moving swiftly on, um, on to Peter Molyneux. Speaking of Michael Jackson. On that bombshell. Yeah, speaking of Michael Jackson, <laughs> let's go on to Peter Molyneux. Um, 
Yeah, James from Edmonds says, I think that Peter Molyneux's cube could have more than a prize at its centre. Pandora's box could hold the next big Molyneux announcement, something he would no doubt claim would change the face of humanity, only to reveal some avatar photo customization cock and balls. It's your face in Fable. Welcome to your new life. Welcome to Faceable. <laughs> so he's thinking about photo customizing my cock and balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I what, happen? what would happen if you put it on the zombie you zombieizer? Okay. I, did, I did tell <laughs> you. Well, well, that's a bit of a surprise. It's Molyneux's cock and balls. Mm. Yeah. Chat roulette. He's gunning at you. <laughs> <laughs> grim. I, I, I'm really disappointed because I haven't been able to get into Curiosity for ages. I was really, really just, into it. For I played it this morning. I had been able to get. I can't it's just get into bullshit. It. You can never log on. <laughs> oh, it's so. It's just so simply it's, entertaining. Well, the thing is, it? it's a fantastic idea. I think still, um, despite the fact. But the problem is, it doesn't work. It's Peter, broken. why can't you make one game that actually? Just works Maybe, the way yeah. you said it was going to. Do you think he likes me doing it like this? I feel I sorry for Peter because he seems genuinely apologetic, yeah. and he, he, well, stop, he honestly stop apologizing thought, and fix it. He's trying, you know. Well. And the, the, but the, they, he thought that twenty thousand people would play it. <laughs> and like, two million. I quite people like are. the idea of Peter Molyneux. Like everything in his life doesn't work. Like he's at home, his toaster doesn't work. <laughs> his fridge, all his food's rotten. His bed's broken. His wife's going. Can we not just have something that works, Peter? Why are you buying all this broken shit off eBay? It's like I'm just I'm trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> This crazy inventor. Just, <laughs> just that doesn't work, but I have invented this. But he's oh, like, what, what does it? Someone said this to me yesterday. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna make an experiment that's gonna go viral and change games. And oh, I made a game and it's gone viral. And oh, I can't do it. Sorry, games are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've made a, I've invented a stretchy ruler, but that won't retain the measurements, Peter. But yeah, you, but you can measure big things. <laughs> Everything's thirty centimeters, Peter. Uh. It's, it, it, he was just so good back in the day, like back in the bullfrog days. I think he's still got a real. I think I, I think he's got a spark, genius but idea, he needs, but he needs somebody. He needs somebody to be like, right, Peter, your ideas are good. Now here is what we're actually going yeah. to do and how we do it. Putting him to, at the front of the marketing campaigns has yeah, always he's an been. Idea, I want Peter Molyneux to go into Dragon's Den. Oh God! Oh. Do you imagine <laughs> just that, that's broken? Hillary Hillary Devay just going for him with her shoulder pads in his face. <laughs> Using them like ninja death stars. Yeah. <laughs> death stars. Oh, in terms of, oh, we haven't actually discussed what might sure, be at the centre of the cube. Do, yeah. we, do we know what we think might be at the centre of the cube? <laughs> well, we talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon. I don't right. care. You don't care? No. But he's also said that we may seed, never get to the centre of the cube. He's like, this game will go on for years and it's, and this is my last game and I'll always be working on it. And it's like, is anyone actually ever going to get into the centre of the cube? Has he said that? No, he's, he's, he's going to slow down to another one. It's going to say, he said his next I know, but he just contradicts himself. No, well, all the this time, is the thing. So. He said it's yeah. the last game, and he's also said it's called Twenty Two Cans because it's going to be twenty two separate pod- projects. After which they do. But he's one also big saying game. he's also saying there's so much more to it than just tapping, and we're going to drop that as soon as we actually fix the tapping. And it's like great, so we're going to be having tapping working for about a week, and then you're going to drop this new feature, and it's just not going to work again. It'd be better if it was a bit more of a game. It's a bit more of a game. You have to tap it in certain like if if you. No, if you... I, I think it needs more. If it had more of a pull. But apparently Some... it will have more. Well, there's four icons that have come in soon on them. Is it going to turn into an FPS? I probably. Wow. I would. Maybe Call it'll turn G. into Call a... of Duty integration for curiosity. Just shoot away the bricks. You play that. I just, I just don't want to be... I don't want to spare another <laughs> just one. just don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> I just... Look. Fair enough. No. That's okay. my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just, just no. To, to go from GTA 5 to that is like... It's just... It doesn't work. Play Stevie Wonder's Skeletons in the background while you're playing Curiosity. <laughs> Good. Really, really up the ante. Same experience. Massive set pieces. Explosions. Good. Tap. Fantastic. So, what, uh, what any, are you gonna... more, any more reader feedback? Any more for any more? No. Uh, okay, let's have a look at what games are out this week. Alex, what games are out this week? I can't find my running order. 
so out this week, uh, a wonder book. Wonder book. <laughs> Alex really likes wonder book. I said I thought it was an interesting concept. I haven't played it. Uh, we need to play to it. To any uh, level of depth. But I th- certainly think it's an interesting concept. Um, this one J.K. Rowling had a hand in. Yes. Yeah. The problem is, you're launching what is essentially PlayStation's Kindle, for example, with one book, which is just like, what's the point of that? Dig's Nightcrawler will eventually come out for it. Yeah, but you saw it, what, two weeks ago, a week ago? I saw a PowerPoint presentation. And it was the same thing that I saw at, at Gamescom. Gamescom. Yeah. Thanks for that, sir. And then, obviously, they've got you know potential partners. You know what they should have launched it with? Fifty Shades of Grey. Just well, using the move to. I have seen a video like that. Yeah. Don't know what I was going for there. Yeah. It just seemed a better idea in my head. <laughs> uh, like they all do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just leave the move to. It's the danger of the Fifty Shades stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then also Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed is out, which the review has just popped up on the site. Mm-hmm. And what did it score, Keza? Eight point six. That's quite and good, that, isn't it? Yeah. That's very good. Uh, can you give us some choice quotes? Basically, it's a transformative take on the kart racer because instead of it being like Mario Kart and you jumping off a ledge and then floating slowly down with mm. a hang glider you genuinely do turn into a plane or a boat and a boat and uh, also it's got some of the bluest most beautiful seas since the 90s apparently <laughs> just doing that uh, the most the bluest seas since the, the 90s seas since the 90s video games that's going to be great <coughs> I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to playing it I'm going to play it probably with some children at the weekend Right. Wow. Going to a family thing. Well, that's going to herd them up. Yeah, <laughs> right. just get some off the street. Hey, kids, I've got some video games. Fantastic. Uh, what about movies? Can you stop doing that? It's fantastic. Yeah. Don't know why it's just happening. Oh, F1 Race Stars is out tomorrow as well. Or today, or whenever. Mm. It's all relative time. Battling <laughs> for the karting crown. Yeah, I've, I reviewed it. I thought it, was, it was, I thought it was okay. Just no more than that. It's kind of okay. There's a lot of frustrating gameplay elements to it. Yeah. Like nice uh, presentation. I love the kind of look of it. I love yeah. the little caricatures. I like the levels, but I just it goes it on for a little really bit too long. Boring to play. Yeah, and the power ups are just so kind of insipid. Yeah, like you're firing big coloured bubbles at each other and boosting. It's, there's no kind of a sort of levity to it. No, it's a little bit po faced, even though it tries to be quite cute and cuddly. Yeah, it's just a bit bland. There you go. What about me? <coughs> Excuse me. What about movies? Oh, the big one, Alex. The big one. The one that you're being excited about. Hobbit. No. Um, Twilight. Yeah. Breaking Dawn Part Two. Hashtag Twilight Forever. I've not seen a Twilight movie since the second Breaking one. Wind. I've not seen any of them. And that's. You have know, you that's... seen them, Luke? I've seen some of them. Yeah. Of course have you, have you seen, seen all, all of them? them? No, I have not seen all of them. Of course, yeah. Of course, I. No, of course, I he's have. He's read not. them all. I have. I have. Uh, yeah, no, I've done that. <laughs> I've read them all. Should gotta, we gotta read it? To I, this is why it's I've heard it's, GTA, I've heard it's Alex. I've heard it's okay. I've heard it's one of the better ones, but they've changed the ending from the book apparently. That's a, it's one of the better God ones. Damn them! It's mm. one of the sweetest smelling farts. Yeah. Um, they changed the ending. Yeah. Oh. Fans love fans love it when you do that. What oh. happens in the end of? Does anyone who listens to our podcast? She's gonna give birth to like a vampire baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's but it's not a vampire. It's a mortal child. No, it's not. It's. It's oh, isn't not. It? It's half and half. It's, it's so it's, they're not. They're not allowed. Halfling. But isn't the whole thing yeah. that the vampires aren't allowed to breed? Basically, yeah. Because so, the, so then the other. Yeah, but, she, but, but it's not a vampire because it, she gets pregnant when she's human. But, but then, then she becomes a vampire. That's yeah. fucking stupid. Mm, well, she dies in childbirth, and he bites her to save her. And blah 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 blah. Spoilers. How romantic. Yeah. Right. Enough of that. I thought yeah, Twilight let's... was essentially just like a really, really convoluted metaphor for abstinence. Yeah, I, I, I read so it. So it's the bit where she finally gets. It's the bit where she finally gets bitten by the vampire, where she 
he finally stops yeah. being abstinent then. Yeah. No, well, no. Well, the, 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 the the violence, is, that, is that the incredibly heavy-handed no, imagery? Maybe the, maybe, maybe the bit where she gets pregnant. The, maybe the bit where the violent Probably. sex, where they break the bed and she has bruises everywhere, yeah. Okay, it's a bit, interesting. It's quite dark. Yeah. Whoa. Vamp- it's like It's like, you know, the, when were the Twilight books written? Was it before or after True Blood? I, I don't know. Because I wouldn't be surprised if she just saw True Blood and thought that looks a lot more fun than this po-faced chip. Let's mm. just, let's just do, let's let's do break that. It, let's break a bed. Yeah. Crazy shit. Why are vampires so sexy now? Like, vampires aren't scary anymore. Um, vampires have been sexy. Before. Vampires have always been sexy. Yeah, I suppose, but I so mean... So the like, 1930s kind of reinvention of, like, him with the slick black hair, like the Bella Gossi stuff, like, attractive, dark, brooding foreigner, mm. kind of gothic hero. That is interesting. You do know your shit on this stuff, don't you? I, yeah, I know a lot about vampire fiction yeah. from the 19th century. Because, like... The- <laughs> Wow. Well, and there's was... great. There's a great um, vampire story by an Irish writer called Sheridan Lafanu called Carmilla, which is basically lesbian vampire fiction from the 1890s. Wow, is so, it good? Yeah, it's good. Very good. There's like when when I was at DM, when I was at Ninja Theory seeing DMC a couple of weeks ago. They were talking about how they were trying to make something that was genuinely like demonic, mm-hmm. and they, th- they they said that a lot of the sort of demon imagery had sort of been ruined because vampires weren't scary anymore and zombies yeah. weren't scary anymore yeah. because they'd been overexposed. So they were trying to kind of reach back into demon inspiration. Okay, Alex is showing me a very funny picture. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, do you want to explain the picture that you just showed me on your iPad? Obviously, it's uh, coming up to Christmas soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a very Christmassy message. And, and there's a, a picture of a house with just the most ludicrous um, Christmas lights <laughs> he's gone, outside. He's gone to town. And his neighbour has put up in lights just a sign saying cunt and an arrow <laughs> pointing towards his neighbour. <laughs> I don't know whether it's true or not, but I like that. Shall we finish on that note? I think we, we should. Yes. Uh, so that is it for this week's podcast. Thanks for but, listening. Be sure to write into us at... Uh, IGN UK feedback, IGN.com. Or follow us on IGN UK at Twitter and Facebook. Twitter dot com slash IGN UK Facebook.com slash IGN UK Yeah. If you need and that spelling out to you then you shouldn't be allowed on the internet. Ask can be questions about GTA. Oh. At follow Alex. Alex. IGN UK. Follow Alex. So oh, follow him, follow, me. follow him and send him abuse man. <laughs> Shut up Ting. This, this, is, ting. this is fun. <laughs> right. That's it for this week's podcast. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.